Hi everybody, I am Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And I'm telling you, you could go on rollingstone.com and read my review of Colossal with Anne Hathaway, my guest today. And you'll see that I am nuts about this movie. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's a partly a monster movie. It's partly a character study. It's part, well, it's partly everything. And I can't describe it, so <laughs> Annie, I'm leaving it to you. To me? You come up with it. Uh, uh, what I, is this thing you've made? I, I've gotten very good at not describing it. <laughs> <laughs> what is, it's a Nacho Vigalondo movie. Mm -hmm. And I know that probably... Doesn't mean much to Slavic. Yet, mm -hmm. yet. But the same way Once Upon a Time, a Quentin Tarantino movie didn't mean anything, mm -hmm. or maybe you didn't know what a Jonathan Demme movie meant, Nacho Vigalondo is his own genre. And he's a movie lover, he, which, which I found really refreshing because he, he made something different without trying to say something different, and he made something different without putting down what has been. And I think so often when people... You know, I remember I was doing an interview for this and somebody said, is this like a middle finger to all of the down the middle mainstream boring Hollywood movies? And Jason was there too and we looked at each other and we said, you know, was this an F you to it? And we said, you know, Nacho doesn't have an F you in his body. He's just a filmmaker who loves movies. And so he made a movie about us, about being a human being and being a monster. and. Uh, and, and it's also about movies. But since you asked. Since I did ask. Since and I've written the about it. Actually asked. <laughs> I've tried the, to. The, the smaller pitch of it is, and I've gotten very fond of describing Gloria as a party bus and the wheels have just fallen off. Yes. And so she, uh, she pulls over, or kind of the bus collapses on its side, uh, in the town where she grew up, small town USA. She runs into a childhood friend, played by Jason Sudeikis. They become drinking buddies, which isn't helping her because she's trying to get, you know, off the sauce. And uh, discovers that when she gets drunk in her hometown, a gigantic lizard monster terrorizes Seoul, South Korea. And I've got to say to you, knowing that you're not a drinker, that you made a hell of a drunk. Well, I wasn't drunk. I couldn't drink at the time because I was pregnant. pregnant right. But it would be a lie to say that I'm not a drinker. I'm well, just... a serious drinker. Well, I, you'd be shocked. All right, it does, shock me. I then. have a little bit of a hollow leg. At least I think I do, which so might be a problem. So it doesn't show. But what I see from my own experience mm -hmm. is that when I most want to, and you do this in the movie, when you know you're drunk, but mm -hmm. you prepare to not be, mm -hmm. and you say, I'm going to make sense now, mm -hmm. and yes. you don't make any. But you see the effort to do it. Yeah. You nailed that. Oh, thank <laughs> you. You really did. Thank that you very it. much for saying that. Well. Uh, a lot, so much. I mean, it was the writing. It was just the, the lines. But uh, one of the tricks that I, I developed on this one, because um, I think you're giving me far too much credit. I'm not very good at uh, pretending to do something that I'm not doing. So I, I asked people, actors, you know, that I've worked with, who are, you know, just incredible. How do you do it? And they said, Well, just don't try to be drunk. Because people who are drunk try to be sober. They do. I'm like, that's complicated. So the the trick that I worked out was. While they were yelling rolling, I would uh, start spinning around in a circle. And so while they're doing the marker clapper and getting the sound and making everything uh, in order, which usually took about 20 seconds, I would just be spinning in a circle. And then they would yell action, and I would try to walk to my mark in a straight line. Right. But <laughs> without me giving anything away, because I think people should get the surprise of it. It's also about a woman who is kind of not only have the wheels fallen off her bus, but the men in her life have been very controlling. Dan yeah. Stevens plays one, very controlling. Mm -hmm. And then Jason Sudeikis, nice guy, who yeah. becomes maybe something else. So while she's dealing with going to her old playground, 
and mm -hmm. making these moves. She's also dealing with who she is as a person. Dealing with who she is and, and, and learning that in order for her to get to the next stage of being herself, she's going to have to face some consequences of who she has been. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we meet her, she's been running from it. Uh, one of the things that I thought was really interesting from when I saw the movie and also when I read it was how at first you think it's all her fault and you think that these are great guys and she's just a mess. Mm -hmm. And then as the movie goes on, it actually plays with your own perception to blame a victim, your own perception to give certain uh, people, they happen to all be men in this movie and I don't think that's by accident. Um, <laughs> I don't either. To give, to give them more leeway to look at them and say, oh yeah, that's a great guy. God, he, that's such a put upon boyfriend. That would drive me insane. And I don't know how Nacho did it, but he, he manages to suggest to us that the quality of the our internal conversations with people, with scenarios, with relationships might need an upgrade. I mean, here in this movie, your Gloria character mm -hmm. is a blogger. Yeah, yes. Know? Now, you've suffered at the hands of these <laughs> trolls that were there. Suffered. You, is that something you wanted to be? So that you could, uh, because there's nothing in the movie that says that. Well, here's the thing that, um, about the thing that happened to me, yeah. was it felt so big to me when I was going through it, and, uh, and then I would, you know, mention it to people, and they had no idea it was going on. So it's also this well, because thing. because it's you, so it's happening to you. So it's <laughs> happening to me, but it was also this thing that was happening on the internet, and it's hard to believe this, but not everybody has a relationship with the internet. There's tons of people out there who are living their lives, and, they, and they're not clicking on everything. So, so I... You know, that was one of the things that kind of helped me wrap my head around it initially, which was, okay, this wave only feels huge, but, like, if you go up 30,000 feet above this, we're, you know, we're in a wading pool. So just get through this moment. And so when I saw it in the movie, I thought, wow, if somebody knows about what happened to me, this is going to resonate for them. And if they don't know what happened to me, then uh, this just seems like a timely thing for someone like her to do, mm -hmm. you know? Well, I remember the last time I saw you, I did a, a SAG Q&A with the cast, including you, of Les Mis. Mm -hmm. And look what's happened to you. Mm -hmm. you, you. You've gotten married. Yeah. You had a baby. Yes. You know, you won the Oscar for mm -hmm. Les Mis. Yes, I did. All of that. So what's life like now? Simple. Is it simple? Life's really simple. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And um, I feel really lucky I get to do what I love. Um, I get, you know, uh, this was a beautiful surprise, Colossal, you know? I, I didn't well, know... Well, the baby, what, his name's Jonathan? The baby's Jonathan. Jonathan. He, he wasn't yeah. much of a surprise, though. I was, no, I was what, you were pregnant while it was happening, but yes. when you see Colossal when I in see the Colossal, future, yeah. there he'll be. Oh, there's this one shot, and especially now that I know what he looks like, there's this one shot in the movie, I make an expression, and it's, it's his expression, it's not my expression, it's his. And I see that, and if, if, if for no other reason, this is going to be probably one of my favorite movies that I ever... That I ever made I just for that one so. shot. You know, when you so yeah, so so life's simple. You know, I'm really lucky. I'm with the right guy, and and we make each other happy, and we treat each other well, and it, that's important to us to treat each other well. And we have been given the most beautiful gift of our son, and work is good, and I'm so lucky. My family's healthy, and my friends are wonderful, and I, I just it's 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 obnoxious. But well, it's it is. Great. It's like I'm thinking, <laughs> wait a minute, she's like way too happy. No, no, but good. But, you but should like, have. But it, like and you I said, like it. it's just. I feel like, you know, before, when I was growing up, happiness, I, I, it just seemed like it could never happen to me. I had just too many issues. I was, but why? I disliked myself so intensely. 
and I just couldn't. What was it about you you didn't like growing up? I mean, God, how much time do you have? <laughs> For you. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it was just a mindset. It was I, I could I didn't know how to love myself, which meant I didn't know how to love anybody, and that is something that is going to perpetuate itself and lead to some really, you know, kind of pungent unhappiness. <laughs> um, and then over time. The right Were you insecure teachers? about yourself in yes. getting on a stage? Or the first time I saw I you on a stage, on a, I loved getting on a stage because I knew what was going to happen next. So that you could you know? control. That, that I could dance with. That felt that I could practice. You know, I, I didn't have the confidence to be able to like sit down and talk with you. To be able to sit down and talk with you in front of cameras, in front of mm -hmm. people, and actually be here—that's a very recent development in my life. Really? Yeah. It's hard to believe. It's hard because usually we <laughs> see that control that you have as an artist, somebody that can put yourself in front of the public. Mm -hmm. That if you had to, you can act it, you know, if you were shy I about love, it. I, well, and, and now that I look back on it, of course I love doing it because it meant that I got to leave this moment and be someone else and interact in a, in a different reality. Of course I loved it. Of course that came easily when the thing that was just felt impossible at the time was actually being present and being here. And, um, and being a part of this moment, I was always trying. I think that's one of the things that drew me to this character was because, you know, I say to people, I'm so much like Gloria and they don't understand it because I think they have a different understanding or expectation of me. Mm -hmm. So the way I feel about her is that she's somebody who's running from consequences. She's running from the moment. She's trying not to be here. She's, you know, she's just kind of like wildly flapping everything to try to distract you. One of the things I, I wanted to do with her as a character was when she's not drinking, I just, she's fidgeting all the time. She has the tick. She's always touching her hair. She can't stand still. And then when she has a beer, she finally sits back and settles. And for her, alcohol... And then people in Seoul aren't destroyed while she's being calm. Not in the beginning. <laughs> no, not in the no, beginning. It's good. But, um, but that, that idea that for her, alcohol is a relaxant. It's, it, it calms mm -hmm. down her anxiety. You know, I, I related to it on that level. But that was never a problem for you, right? Not, not in, it's never gotten in the way of me being able to yeah. do work. But, um, but I think that I'm... I'm it, I, think, I think it was approaching an unhealthy level. That's sad to hear because what we see, the first time we see you in a movie, it's Princess Diaries. Well, it wasn't back then. <laughs> it wasn't back then. It was it more came in my a little 20s. after yeah. that because yeah, no, no, you were the princess of think, Genovia. I think, I, I don't think I'd, 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 I don't think I drank when I was on the Princess Diaries. I think I wanted to like, just like clear that space and have it be very, very sacred. And then I went to college and I drank a great deal. Then. Then <laughs> I went. By the time of Devil Wears Prada. By the time of Devil's Prada, I was drinking. Well, I was drinking more. <laughs> and now you're making Ocean. Or did you finish? Finished Ocean's it. Egg. Finished Ocean's Eight. I actually had dinner Is with Gary Ross last night, our director, and he says it's great. So it's Kate Blanchett and mm -hmm. you and Rihanna and. Not in that order. You're saying it in the wrong order. Oh, I have to. It's, you do I, the eight. First, do the okay, eight. because you said Kate. Let's start with her. Right. So it's Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock, mm -hmm. and Rihanna, and Helena Bonham Carter, and Sarah Paulson, and Aquafina, and me. Very good. You are so prepped. For oh, no, well, but I, I spent a lot of time with those I ladies. Bet you did. And how much fun was that? It was so much of a love fest. It was so beautiful. And, you know, it's one of the things that, that really 
bummed me out some of the stories that came out from the set because you know having been there I knew how it how it actually went down the fact that you can still profit and that people are still actively trying to profit from this idea that women can't be professional with each other no you know, it so happens you put all the eight time. actresses together yeah. and someone's gonna you know throw this popcorn over there and not get along and say mean things about someone behind their back it was so frustrating because you know it doesn't have to happen this way but at the very least we were all professionals that part has to happen but the, the, the wonderful thing was that we all really loved each other. It was warm. We connected. There was a real connection between everybody on it. And people are still having dinners with each other. People were texting each other all the time. It's just, it's so great. And it just broke my heart to see that people still feel this need to try to profit off this really, really tired, dusty notion that but women don't know how to get along. But it always happens to women. It's, it's interesting because Ryan Murphy has the feud, Betty and Joan show yeah. on now, about these two women decades ago. Mm -hmm. Basically, the feud between them was invented by men to sell tickets. Yeah, how about that? And so then it became real. Yeah. You know, it became something and then, And then people either consciously or unconsciously absorb that into their own life. And on some level, perhaps you look at someone like, oh, are they an enemy? Am I feuding with this person? Is this <laughs> the drama that I want to have? You don't need to do all that stuff. But it takes a while to get to that place, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, everything Come takes on. a while, Come doesn't on. it? Because all you have to hear is one little thing and you'd go, what? She said that? No. Well, I read this cool book a little while ago and it was about anger. Um, <laughs> and I was just at the bookstore. I'm like, yes, I need that one. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it talked about how basically anger is just a habit. And this idea that, and, and, and your anger at another person has nothing to do with them. They should be able to do anything, and it's, how, and it's your choice how you react. So, but that also does well, how, take a, what do you, a while to get there. How do you there. manifest anger? How do you manifest something when you're pissed off at something? It we takes, all are. It, it take, um, I throw things. Throw things, excellent. I do throw well, things. Well, look, it's right here. If right. I, it takes me a long time to get there. Yeah. I usually attempt to walk away first, but then once I'm kind of away from anyone, um, I, I tend to pick up something and throw them. For a while, my, the thing that I loved to throw was, uh, was uh, toilet paper rolls. Well, because... <laughs> Because they, can't they really have, hurt. they have a. Well, I wouldn't throw them at someone, but they have a weight to them. Because I threw a bottle of very expensive lotion, and I just, as I was throwing it, I'm like, "You're middle class. This is a waste. <laughs> like, you just can't. You, this is an expensive bottle of something." And, and now you have to clean it up. It God, you're so spoiled. So I was like, yeah. okay, so toilet paper, you can still use it afterwards. You don't destroy anything, but it's got a nice weight to it. It's nice and hefty. <laughs> and, um, and it just bounces. So if you're angry and you need to throw something, I recommend toilet paper rolls. Anne Hathaway and the toilet paper. <laughs> Somehow that goes along with Colossal. In some ways, I can't fathom. Maybe it's maybe my choice. The reason I was drawn to it is making more sense now. When you look at what you've done and what your work is, what are like the two or three things that stay really in your memory? Not because you think they're the best things you ever did, but because they were something that you learned something from. It was oh, just really, really important to you. That's a really good uh, question. I, I, don't, I don't look back at my career very often. You know, you just sort of kind of pick it up and keep going. Um, I have to say I learned so much from the movie One Day. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, Lana Scherfig, who has their finest out right now, which right. I haven't seen, but I understand is, is just wonderful. I, I, I really regret not trusting her more easily. And I am 
to this day scared that the reason I didn't trust her the way I trust some of the other directors I've worked with is because she's a woman. Wow. I'm That's so hard to admit, sc- isn't it? It's so hard to admit, and I hope people understand that, that it's hard to admit. I'm so scared that I treated her with internalized misogyny. And I'm scared that, um, that I didn't give her everything that she needed or that I should have because that I was res- resisting her on some level. It's something that I've thought a lot about in terms of when I get scripts to be directed by, by women, um, when I've seen their work, it's something, and look, I'm getting red talking about this. <laughs> this feels like a confession, but I think it's something that we should talk about. When I get a script, when I see a film, a first film directed by a woman, I focus on what's, I have in the past focused on what was wrong with it. And when I see a, a film directed, first time directed by a man, I focus on what's right with it. I focus on where he could go with the next one, and I focus on where she failed to go. Is that just training? Is that just how I'd like, we're all brought up? I don't know. I, I don't know the answer. It's not my place to say that. I can only acknowledge that I've done that. And I don't want to do that anymore. And maybe me talking about it could make someone else think that whether or not they do it. And maybe I'm just in the back of the pack on this one and no one else does it. In which case, thanks for letting me talk. So that's something that had a really big effect but on me. But it's clearly a thing because look how difficult it is, it is for a, a woman to get to be a director. And, and by the way, and I, before I realized this, have actively tried to work with female directors. And I still had this mindset buried in there somewhere. All right, that has to be gone. I think it has to we, be gone. We're going to eradicate that today. Throw that away. No, that's it. It's over to do that. I, wouldn't that be something if that was all it took? It would be for the industry to have the same feeling and own up to it as you just have and to do something about what they do about it because women do. A guy can have basically three or four failures yeah. and then one success and he's hired and it's fine. again. And it's fine. Let the woman have one failure. And it's but the so thing that we don't even talk about is the amount, the mountains that you have to climb to even get to the place where you can have a failure, mm-hmm. where somebody will give you the reins to anything. That journey is, is way harder than it should be. It's not equal. And, um, and I wonder if it's about the, the, the thought process like the one that I just talked about, about, um, about undervaluing what it, what it takes to make a first film, about the, the consciousness that you bring to that viewership. It's so strange I wonder if because that you would never it. have that feeling about the women that you've acted with. No. The, the Meryl Streep's or Kate no. Blanchett's of the world. There's none of that feeling. Mm-mm. So it only applied to when there's that control. Possible. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. I have no problem. I had no problems bowing my, I had no, what's that thing that dogs do when they show their belly? Submission. To, yeah. No, 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 no problem submission. I completely understand that. But um, that was something I had to look at with Lona. And, um, and by the way, I, I really should call her because I've never apologized to her about it either. Or Today, had this conversation right after with this, her. you'll do I'm that. going to call her yes, as soon as I'll this is do done. I hope, right, I, haven't, well, I hope I haven't put her on the spot with it. No, this is. mentioning it. I don't think she would. I think she, knowing her a little, I know that this is something that she'd probably appreciate because if people stop being honest about what they're feeling, then mm-hmm. how are you going to work with them? And by the way, and it, we got along. Like, it wasn't an issue mm-hmm. of professionalism. It wasn't an issue of um, nothing, nothing. I mean, I, I really do. I hold her in such a dear place in my heart, and I believe she does for me, too. This was simply just a hanging back. I'm somebody, I'm so enthusiastic. I throw myself in most of the time. And I, and I didn't as easily with her, and I do regret that. Okay. All, right, all right, I can talk to you all day, but I can't. They're taking you away. <laughs> so this show always ends in song. Now, oh, I, does I, it? When I, yeah, you were here, you remember. And I the first not, time I, I saw you... I don't remember anything. I haven't slept in a year. <laughs> can't blame that, babe. 
He's probably sleeping through the night. Anything. I'm sure he's doing really well. I hope First he's on time a swing I saw right you now, on giggling. a stage, it was, you did Carnival with my friend Brian Stokes Mitchell. Yes. It was great. And you were 12 or something. I don't know <laughs> what it was. it was. I think I was 19. Nine, you were 19. But okay, enough, you were huh? doing that. And, but what do you sing to your baby? I can't tell you. That's well, for is him it just and me. Two, just for the two. Of it's you. just well, and my husband. Um, he can too, hear it. Uh, yeah, he's I can't. Lucky. I can't tell that. Oh, Adam thank can you. hear it. Thank you very much. He joins in. He, he joins, joins in. in but um, sorry, that's just a that's an family. Is it Jay Z? Well, if you guess it, I guess I have to tell <laughs> okay, you. Okay, I just wanted to do it. But is there just a snippet of some song in your head you can? I remember "Love Makes the World Go Round" because Aww. it was such. It's not the big song in that show, but no, it's but the it's one so with the sweet. heart. Love makes the world and go round. You could sing Love a little of that round. to you want Johnny. Me to, um, I can. I, yes. I can. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. sing that to Johnny. So just the tiniest bit of. You want me to sing of right course. now? Well, everybody sings. Okay. Um, Love makes the world go round. Love makes the world go round. Somebody soon will love you, if no one loves you now. High in the silent sky, somewhere a silver song is making the earth twirl softly. Love makes the world go round. Oh, see, you made my day. Oh, you made my day. And little Johnny would love to hear that song. (laughs) I might be, maybe a little later in the day, I won't be a baritone. No, he'll like it, whatever it is, because it's will, cause so... He will, because I'm his mom. Somebody soon Until he just doesn't you. like any of it. <laughs> oh, well, then, yeah, I could tell you about that time. Yes. You know, that's it. Yeah. I know it's Go coming. Away. I'm just, it will I'm come. really loving the little cuddles right now, because I know they don't last forever. Mm. Enjoy them. Yes. Thank you, Annie. Thank, thank you so you. much, and thank you for this colossal movie. Thank yes. you for your kind words and your support. <laughs>